0: QUIT STALLING! She had no choice but to walk inside and face the man she'd most wanted to avoid on this trip. One hand gripped the brass knob and the other tugged her suitcases across the wooden threshold. Overhead, a bell tinkled. CLOSING IN FIVE MINUTES! That deep voice she remembered so well. A quick glance told her not much had changed in the store's decor. DECOR. The shelves and display racks held a little bit of everything and not much of anything. She forced a smile and strode toward the center of the store to the wooden counter on the platform that stood half a foot higher than the floor. The man who'd spoken had his back to the door, a broad back that stretched the black t shirt imprinted with Reinhardt's Hardware, family owned since 1854 a fact to the Reinhardt family was immensely proud of, but the crux of the reason she and Dietz had gone their separate ways. Hello, Dietz. With a slow move, the tall, black-haired man turned and ran his gaze over her face. Well, Franziska Mueller, to what do I owe this pleasure? The smile on his lips didn't reach his blue eyes. A fact she knew was totally her fault. I just came in on the westbound train for my Thanksgiving visit, and nobody was there to meet me. Eric Bruno happened by, and he was driving me out to the ranch when he had to respond to a call. Again, both her tail and her voice sounded pathetic. Inside her coat pockets, both hands drew into fists. God! Facing Dietz one-on-one was harder than she'd thought the interaction would be. Can I use your phone? Payphones outside the front door. Frustration tightened her body. All she wanted was to get to the ranch. What is with this town and payphones? She paced away a couple of steps and back to face him. Normally I'd use my cell, but the battery needs charging. I don't have coins for a call. Could she sound any more unprepared for life? So you're asking me for a favor? Black eyebrows arched over crystal blue eyes, and he leaned an elbow on the counter. Is that what I'm hearing? Connecting with that oh-so-familiar expression brought back too many memories. As much as she hated doing so, she pasted on her friendliest smile. Yes, Dietz, I'm asking too. Pretty please, she added a fluttering of eyelashes, use the store's phone to call the ranch? No need. He straightened to his full six-foot-two-inch height. Adelaide called half an hour ago and asked me to drive you on out. My assistant Jay took sick, so I had to close the store. Right after that, I was on my way to the station. Really? Her whole body went rigid and her gaze narrowed to a slit. Was this some type of long-overdue retribution? You let me go through that—that whole explanation, and you already knew you were giving me a ride? Couldn't resist. Gotta say the eye flutter was a nice touch. After settling a black Stetson on his head, he stepped off the platform and waved a hand up the main store aisle. You comin', Phronsie? Stomped to the front door and shoved it open, clattering the bell against the wood planking that held fishing poles and nets. Oh, Mama, you better not be matchmaking again. And what about the sheriff? She balanced her computer bag on the biggest suitcase and grabbed the luggage handles. Behind her, keys rattled as Dietz locked the store doors. With long strides, he walked to a green SUV with the store logo centered on the passenger door, and a double beep sounded.